Welcome to the Operation Move podcast. This week we're going to be talking about something that is a common issue people have with combining running and strength training in that the strength training uh, makes you sore and then it is it feels like it uh, impacts on your running workouts as well. So there are a couple of different things that can happen with this. And probably the first thing to keep in mind is that when you start strength training for the first time or after having had a decent break, there's almost nothing that you can do to avoid being sore. But in the long term, uh, when you're in a good routine, it's not usual for you to be sore. So it's good to know that going in, that this is like a temporary thing and it's not going to be forever. Generally speaking, once you are in a strength training routine, if you are getting really sore, then that's usually a sign that you're doing too much and that you are actually sort of like overreaching with your training and you want to sort of dial it back because you shouldn't be getting sore like that. I think it's kind of natural to look for that soreness as uh, an indication that what you're doing is working and that it's having an impact. But it is the kind of thing where that sort of soreness indicates like that you are just like doing um, doing more than is useful, basically. Uh, and so there, are, yes, there are times when it's going to happen, um, especially if you are doing. Um, incorporating in your week anything that's sort of like group training and that's not specifically tailored to you there are going to be situations where um, that's going to get like much more of a response because everyone has their own strengths and weaknesses and some things that are going to be easy-ish for someone are going to be really challenging for someone else so for example with me because uh, hip stability is quite challenging for me things often that will make me more sore are actually body weight movements where I'm doing a lot of repetitions because if I'm just needing to stabilize my hips for heavy weight for low reps then I can do that and manage that but that's a lot harder for high reps even if I'm not uh, bearing any extra weight. So the number one thing is that you want to get the um, sort of like the dosage right in terms of what you're doing and really the only way to uh to do that is uh is just test out what's going to work for you and then adapt uh but just as a good guide what you want to feel at the end and it doesn't matter if you're doing three sets of 10 or five sets of five or whatever it is for that day you want to get to the end of that set and feel like you could probably do like a few more repetitions. If you feel like you have absolutely nothing left, then that's probably a sign that you've gone too far. And the other is true also. Like if you get to the end and feel like you could do loads more, then, you know, probably not quite far enough. So it is just a matter of trying it out and seeing what's going to work for you. Um, oftentimes in the beginning, starting with something like five sets of five for uh, basic lifts like uh, squats, deadlifts, bench press, things like that, uh, is an easy way to start because to start with, you just do it with um, 
an empty bar. So depending on the bar, that might be um, anywhere in between 10 to 20 kilos. And then if you complete five sets of five, then the next time you add on a bit more weight and you can just keep doing that until you find a good level for you. So that can often be like an easy way to start. Um, and there are certainly loads of apps for that for that kind of kind of thing. But again, in any even though in any given week I'm probably you know at the at the gym a couple of times and I have about three uh, strength sessions that I do at home, I it would be rare for me to actually be really sore. So it's often a fear that runners have about strength training is that it's going to make them sore and then it's going to make runs difficult. So, uh, but really after you get through the first couple of weeks and you adjust for where you're at with the strength training, that's not going to be the case. So it's a temporary thing. So I wouldn't start strength training like right before a race or an event or something like that uh, because it's not going to be overly beneficial but other than that you can go in knowing there's going to be an adjustment period and after that it will settle down and you won't have these really strong reactions but that being said it's also important to know that it doesn't actually affect your running workouts even if you are sore it's a good idea just to remove that mental blocker <laughs> because it is something that is really easy to go into a workout going, I feel way too sore for this. It's not going to be good and talk yourself out of it before you've even started. And the main thing, the more sore you are, then there is more of a need to warm up, definitely. Uh, so you might want to dedicate a little bit longer to that. But in terms of your pace, there is nothing within that soreness that stops you from hitting your normal paces at all. Um, and so it's, it's not something that you have to worry about in terms of it impacting on your running workouts because it's just not going to. And the risk is when you have that fear around the soreness and it negatively impacting on running, then you might be tempted to do things that are more like low weight, high rep. But what you get into is now you're not really strength training. You're just doing cardio with weights and you would be better off. Like if you're going to be doing cardio, unless there's a reason why you can't be running, you might as well be running because that's more specific to what you're training for. But even with uh, knowing that soreness isn't going to impact you, that it is temporary and uh, that it is not actually going to have any kind of negative impact on your running, actually going to have a whole lot of positive impacts. There are ways to sort of structure that training um, through the week so that you get the most out of your week too. And you can do that in a variety of ways. Uh, it just, it's going to sort of depend on your um, your schedule and what you need in terms of recovery, that kind of thing. Generally speaking, if you're doing um, both running and strength training on the same day, uh, you are probably better off. Um, if we're talking about easy running, then you're better off doing weights first and then running uh, just because uh, the weights aren't going to deplete your glycogen 
uh, but the running will. So um, doing the weights first is better. And then the run, the easy run acts um, as a good recovery from the weights. If you were doing a uh, interval workout, a tempo workout, anything beyond easy running, then I would tend to do it first because that's the priority and your priority is always going to be that workout. Um, and then uh, do the, the, the weights later on. I do find it useful. Oftentimes I will do my, like I would generally have uh, two quality sessions through the week and a long run. And I generally do do my strength training on the days of the quality session, uh, just because it's going to be a big day no matter what with that run. And by doing the weights on the same day, then I kind of like maximize the recovery that I get in between, uh, in between workouts. Uh, but it, it can take a while to build up to that because I know in the beginning when I was doing those sort of like workout sessions that was like there's no way I was doing anything in the afternoon so you might choose to do your um your workout day and then have a weights day where you're not running or you're doing your other things um and then you know and then sort of like alternate like that um that's that might work better for you what you want to avoid with that is not having any like when you're constantly alternating then you can um you might be missing out on rest days so it's just a matter of like where it's going to fit in best and um what tends to work for me well is so like on monday i have my easy day and then on tuesday i'll have a workout day in the morning and i will do um, like my hardest leg day, um, that afternoon. And I do that. Um, it's good to have that sort of earlier in the, in the week, uh, just because then I'm just sort of like carrying less fatigue as I might be like more towards the end of the week. And then I will have sort of like an easy day Wednesday, Thursday, um, on Thursday, I will do like a second, uh, second leg day um, and then on Friday I have like a workout day and on the Friday I will do um, that tends to be like an upper day which is good for Friday because I am often at that stage after the two workouts carrying a fair amount of leg fatigue so that's a good way for it to be structured and then I uh, usually have a rest day on Saturday and then do long run on Sunday so that is how I tend to structure it Generally speaking, if you're incorporating weights, you're going to be looking at like probably two sessions per week or three if you're feeling generous. And so generally with that, uh, if you are starting it, I would encourage you to look at doing it on the same day as an easy run day just so that you can uh, do an easy run afterwards get some of the blood moving around to improve your recovery so you're going to be less sore that way and you can kind of um, help your body adjust that way by not um, sometimes what can happen is if you are having a strength day on a day where you're not doing anything else then there can be like a little bit too much sitting around so even if it's not um, an easy run day afterwards like just uh, getting a walk in 
afterwards would be beneficial and it's just going to help um help your body recover and so that you you probably still be will be sore for the first couple of weeks but just to kind of help to minimize it a little bit in terms of movements that you want to prioritize i mean basically running is all about uh, you know, applying power into the ground. So anything along that line is going to be helpful in terms of like squat, uh, deadlift, anything like that is going to be good. Uh, but in terms of running, it can be good to really focus on single leg varieties of that because if you think about what's specific to running, you're, re- you're not really ever on two legs at the same time. So um, things like uh, single leg deadlifts and, uh, you know, uh, split squats and things like that can be really great because oftentimes it will have like a teensy bit of like one leg will be slightly more dominant than the other one. Uh, So you can kind of like find that out um, through that process. But you do also just want to... um, develop that sort of like that more pure strength which you can do through the more sort of uh the bilateral movements uh, probably for running like front squats are probably a bit more applicable than back squats just because of the getting uh, like a, a little bit more sort of like hip action in the front squat position But it's also important to keep in mind that when you're beginning, like literally anything is going to be beneficial. You know, like as you have been doing it for longer and are more experienced, then that's the time when you can kind of look and go, oh, is this really going to be beneficial or should I be focusing on this? But in the beginning, basic movements and just getting started is far more important. So don't get sort of stuck in the weeds of like what you should be doing, like any kind of like basic strength training app. Will, uh, will get you started if you are a beginner um, and you're going to see huge benefits from that um, if, if it's not something that you've worked on before. And I think a lot of it is just challenging the idea that you have of like, oh, if I do this, it's going to fatigue my legs and then there's going to be less of that available for when I go for my run. But what I've actually found is like, What's I doing last week? Like last week I had these, had to work up to a, um, my maximum weight for one front squat, but with a seven second pause at the bottom. Seven seconds is a really long time and it makes the weight feel really, really heavy. Um, so I did that and I think that the next day, like I had a run and what I've been consistently surprised by is how good I feel on those runs after those heavy squat days. So I think that um, it it can feel counterintuitive that that sort of that those things go together so well. And I think also because there's just so much sort of myths out there about like how you can't get stronger and also um, get better at endurance at the same time, which is just not true. Loads of people do it. I mean, you're not going to become um, a weightlifting champion by, you know, like running all the time. But um, the two things actually do go really well together because the your the sort of 
all of the endurance just creates a healthier person who is better able to strength train and all of the strength training just improves the running, which is probably why you're doing it in the first place. Um, so it, it is an adjustment because it's a completely different type of training to endurance type training. And oftentimes you're used to that sort of, uh, run as high or like feeling of endorphins at the end and you know and it's very possible because oftentimes the the reaction to strength training is a bit delayed to do it at the time and go you know like I'm not maybe I should have done more or you know like I'm not sure um and that's that's and then usually like a couple of days later you'll start to feel <laughs> the what you did and you'll realize like oh, that was good so don't fear the soreness it's going to make you stronger it's going to help with injury prevention because you are putting a huge amount of load on your body with running and strengthening everything around the joints is only gonna going to help with that. So, and it's it is one of those things where if you want to run more, then you probably need to strength train more. Um, and uh, you might not love it in the beginning, but in the long term, you're gonna need to find a way to love it um, because otherwise you won't do it. And then if you don't do it, and you're running volume is still high, then you're going to get injured and then you're going to really resent not doing it in the first place. That's it for this week. If you are enjoying this podcast, then I would love it if you would go to iTunes and give me a rating or review or if you'd like to look at our membership options uh, for supporting the podcast and getting bonus episodes of the podcast and there's also membership options that involve um, ongoing uh, custom programming, things like that, you can go and check out the Patreon page and it's all on there, which I will link up for you and I'll chat to you next week.